This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 313. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicky, And this is Larissa. I keep having trouble with that word vegetarian for some reason. Vegetarian. I've done 313 episodes of this now, and only in the last 10 really has it really started bothering me. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that. Anyways. All right. So, vegan plant-based cruelty-free and eco-friendly businesses have been on the rise in the past few years. When Larissa and I became vegetarians in 2013, there weren't really nearly as many vegan businesses or products. I remember going out to creating our Pinterest boards and looking up vegan fashion, and I think I had a pair of boots. <laughs> that was it that I could find. <laughs> I was very disappointed by that. But And it wasn't just fashion. It was other It other was a lot of different areas. areas. Yeah, that was just an example. Yeah. Flash forward to 2019, we've seen a lot of new vegan businesses popping up. I would, dare I say, we are in a vegan product and service boom Dare I? I dared. You dared. <laughs> it's so encouraging to see new choices popping up and in so many different industries. It's not fashion. It's not just food. It's just a lot of different industries. So today on the show, we're excited to talk to Johnny Edwards, the CEO of one such vegan company, New Zest USA. Now, if he sounds familiar or that company sounds familiar, I should say, you may recall that we recently partnered with New Zest USA because we like their products and their, vis- their mission <laughs> Very, very much. They very much aligned uh, with with Vegetarian Zen, mm-hmm. and so we're very happy to have partnered with them. In this episode, we're going to talk to Johnny about how he became vegan, how he became CEO of New Zest USA, and what trends he sees in vegan businesses. That's right. And if you haven't noticed, if you can't tell, we just woke up from a nap, so we're <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to do that little, more. It's little, yeah, uh, tongue-tied. It, yeah, it well, sort of, but I'm I'm always kind of tongue-tied anyways, <laughs> but anyways. Okay, we do have a new rating and it's short and sweet. It is short, sweet and to the point and I love it. It is from Science 2018 from Canada and it's the uh rating is or the review is it is the best veg podcast. Yeah, it was shortened a little bit, but I kind of filled in the gaps there. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> we get folks so that aren't uh yeah, that aren't English speakers, which is which is so cool because they still go out there and try to leave us a rating, so we really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, today's sponsor is Drum roll, please. Well, <laughs> Veg- that's good. Buddha Bowl's The Vegetarian Zen Way. Yes, that book will be coming out very soon. I know we've been teasing that for a little bit, but we are in the final stages of editing right now. So that will be available soon. Uh, what is it? If you're not very familiar with it, we recognized, you know, we've been doing this for a while now. There's a lot of common challenges that folks have. And really trying to come up with healthy, creative meals for your family that are balanced can be really challenging and frustrating at times, especially if you have a family that is mixed with Mm -hmm. vegetarians, vegans, or omnivores, right? People Mm -hmm. who are still eating meat. So it can be a little bit challenging. Enter Buddha Bowls, something that we just discovered ourselves. You know, we've seen these out there, but I didn't really start to understand exactly what they were uh, until the last few months, I think. And we did a podcast episode on it. And so these, I know you've seen these, first of all. They're these cute little balls that you see on Instagram <laughs> that are all colorful with... Uh, Full of good stuff. Greens and 
reds and all sorts of stuff in there. And in grains there. and vegetable, reg, vegetables. <laughs> That's V R E. We are a little out of vegetables. <laughs> grains, vegetables, maybe some fruit, nuts. All kinds of good stuff. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. And so we decided, because we wanted to put something out that was our own product, we thought this is a great place to start because this is something that has really helped us and we know that our community will really dig it. Because It sparked a lot of com- conversation, by mm-hmm. the way, in our closed Facebook group. What up, peas and carrots? You know I was just looking for oh, an yeah. opportunity to sneak you guys in. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so it got a lot of conversation and uh, so we decided, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to write a little, quick little ebook on this that's got some amazing, you know, we hesitate to say recipes because it's really like assembly, mm-hmm. right? It's You and have all these pieces and combinations. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that uh, combination. So we're going to talk a little bit about like what bootables are, why they're so good for you, some nutritional mm-hmm. info, and then, of course, the assembly of a good bootable. All right. Coming so does, soon. Yeah, coming soon. Um, and if you want to get in on a, on a couple of updates, we try not to put out too many updates, but we have been updating the this uh, mailing list that we have created at vegetarianzen.com forward slash bootable book. Just to let you guys know when it's coming out and to share a few bits of teaser info, you also will get a bootable recipe worksheet just for signing up to that list. No purchase required at all. You don't have to commit to buying the book or anything like that. But uh, you get a free worksheet even if you just want to go off and make your own little booty rolls. That's right. All right. Are we ready to get into our interview with Johnny? I am super stoked. Okay. Without further ado, let's bring on Johnny. Okay. Welcome to the show, Johnny. Welcome. Yeah. Great to be here. Thank you so much. So, uh, Johnny, can you start out just by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, well, first of all, I have to say, you guys, I'm a fan of the show. Um, I awesome. Oh, thank love- you. Yeah, I love your, you know, whole uh, vibe and approach to, you know, sharing a plant-based lifestyle. So I just had to be a little fanboy for a second. um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) And okay, yeah, just a bit about me. I'm, um, I live in Seattle. I'm originally from New Zealand. That's where my accent's from. So way down south, you know, uh, and I came over to the States in 2013 um, with, you know, the, the, this company, Newsist, uh, to sort of bring it to the US. We originally started down in, in um, Sydney, Australia, and New Zealand at the same time. And I was the first sales guy that launched, you know, was on the road selling the product when we launched in New Zealand. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And so now you're the, you're the CEO of Newsist C- uh, USA, correct? Yeah, that's right. We're, look, our company, we're based in Sydney. We're in about 16 different countries around the world. And um, each, you know, <laughs> Each region. Oh, I love the dog. Each region <laughs> has, you know, has Sorry the, about that. No, no worries. The person who sort of heads up that region. So I head up our USA, you know, branch. I'm the CEO of News S USA. Yeah. Awesome. So um, tell us a little about News S USA. So some some of our listeners will probably have have heard that News S is one of our most recent uh, most recent partners. So thank you. We're very excited to be working with you guys. But just let us know a little bit about uh, News S in case folks aren't very familiar. Sure. Well, look, I mean, in short, you know, we, um, we started in 2012 in um, Australia and New Zealand at the same time. That's when we launched. And um, we're a family business. Uh, the the um, head of the business uh, is Trevor Bolland and his daughter, Monique Bolland, um, mm-hmm. father and daughter um, duo. And um, they, you know, Monique got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, um, you know, and about, I think, 2006. 
I might have got that date wrong, but it was around then. And it took both of their lives, you know, in a different direction into nutrition and into, you know, and I think this is a lot, something that a lot of people have been waking up to in the last um, few years more rapidly than I think ever before in our history, which is how much we, you know, what we eat literally gives us our health. You know, all of those sayings that our mothers have been telling you, <laughs> things we've heard over and over again, you are what you eat. I mean, it's, it, we've, we've heard that so many times, but it doesn't sort of, in some way, it's been like this cognitive dissonance doesn't sink in, right? And, you know, with, with movies like What the Health and, you know, um, love it or hate it, but, you know, like th that kind of information coming out, I think people are waking up more and more and more and more and more to almost everything we deal with, in, you know, in our health now is a function of our nutrition. And so Monique and Trevor really went on a journey, you know, to, you know, first of all, deal with what are the nutritional answers to what she was dealing with. And it just basically led them to stop what they were doing and get into the nutrition business. And so Newsiest was born really out of a commitment to help people thrive through plant-based nutrition. You know, that's certainly what I'm passionate about here in the US, you know, really helping people thrive, period. And mm -hmm. plant-based nutrition is a part of that. You know, it's a part of that. It's not the whole thing to being healthy, but it's a huge part. So, yeah, and so News S, we came to the States in 2014. As I said, I was the first sales guy. You know, my, I'd sold my skateboarding clothing business down in New Zealand. And uh, um, my friend said, hey, can you help us launch this uh, nutrition business? And I was like, okay, you know, I had a year to kill. And I, I was, uh, I didn't, really wasn't needing the money or anything at that time. But I was like, I'd love to, you know, I needed something to do. Mm -hmm. And um, I jumped in my car and by the time I'd gone around a lot of New Zealand, New Zealand's a very small country. It's like a small state here in the, in the United States. And I literally went down around door to door to stores saying, hey, do you like to try this product? And I, you know, had always taken protein powder as a kid, you know, doing weights and stuff like that. I'd never taken plant-based protein powder. I've only been a vegan for a couple of years. Um, and this industry altered me. Um, and you know, people loved it so much that by the time I was finishing, you know, I was ready to come to the States. I was like this, I want to take this to the States, you know, and mm -hmm. I want to, this is awesome. This product is awesome. So anyway, I could go on and on and on, but basically Newsest is a, a company that's about, it's all in the name, new uh, as in new and zest mm -hmm. as in zest for life. We want people to have a zest for life. And we believe that plant-based nutrition is a real big part of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you were talking a little bit about your journey to, to veganism. So you are a vegan now. Yeah. Yep. And so when did you become a vegan and how did that come about? So for me, it was, it was a really funny, it was an odd turn of events. So a good friend of mine um, had gone vegan a few years back and, and it, all of a sudden I found out and we were sitting across in a restaurant or, you know, just eating. Um, and he's like, I'm vegan now. I'm like, what, what happened? He goes, you know, he leads um, transformational programs. He goes from, okay. from city to city leading transformational programs. And, and he goes, I got on it. So he's on the plane all the time. And he, um, he said, one day I got on a plane and I, you know, there was these two movies. Um, one was Cowspiracy and the other one was uh, um, Earthlings. Mm -hmm. And he said, watch them both on the movie. He goes, by the time I got off my plane, I was vegan. And I was like, at the time, okay, my whole life, I'd always been like, big meat eater, low carb, you know, like Atkins as a, you know, 20 year old and then all the other different variations of it. So I was like making a mental note to never watch these movies. 
I'm like, <laughs> I have never, no way. I don't, I do not want to see it. I don't want anything to change my mind. I love my meat. I love my dairy. All that stuff, right? And, uh, and then, you know, a year, maybe a year and a half later, my dad, who's 70 years old at the time, texts me out of the blue, have you seen Dairy is Scary? Now, there's actually an expletive in the title of that, but Dairy is Scary is a five-minute video from a young uh, Canadian woman called Erin Janice, and it's had millions of views on YouTube, and it's literally five minutes inside the dairy industry, and my dad texted me this thing from New Zealand, have you seen Dairy is Scary? I'm like, what are you talking about, Dad? I have no idea what he's talking about. So I watched it and I was like, and then I go back to him and go, are you vegan now? And he was like, yes. And this, I could never in a million years seen this coming. The guy's you know, a meat and potatoes, New Zealander, grown up his whole life, you know, just like every other sort of pe- person of his generation, just eating, you know, three veg and meat and all that stuff. And, um, and he goes, yeah. And he'd been having heart issues and literally his health went from going in a really bad direction to like the doctors couldn't believe he was going to be on beta blockers for the rest of his life. Then they was like, no, you can't be on them. It's, you know, you don't need them and it would be bad for you to keep taking them type thing. And and so the fact that my dad, who's influenced me so much throughout my life could go that, like go from one way to the other way so quickly. I was like, okay, I have to give this a look. And I watched that five minute video. It was so much worse than I ever thought it would be like seeing behind the scenes in factory farms then I watched as much as I could of Earthlings. I made it through 20 minutes and then I had to stop. And then I made it through another 20 minutes and I had to stop. I think I've only ever made it through 45 minutes. And that was so horrific. And then I just watched everything. I watched Forks Over Knives. I watched all of that stuff. And I was just like, so quickly, I was like, okay, that's the way. It's, you know, for the planet, for health, for, um, you know, for um, animal, you know, cruelty. Yeah, right. you know? And so... That was, it was very, very quick for me. And then once I just made that mental decision to just not go back, like I wasn't going to kind of gradually go that way. I was just like, that was it overnight. And I've never looked back and I've never been happier. You know, that's funny because that's almost exactly the way it happened for us with respect to watching the documentaries. And I have no idea. I think on some level, maybe you already have that in the back of your mind, which is what makes you watch them because you know that you're probably not going to be the same after you watch a documentary like that. We ours was vegetated. We saw we saw fat sick nearly dead, vegetated, and forks over knives. Right. And by the time we were done with that, I had called my sister and said, "Can you come get all of the meat out of our house? You're yes. welcome to take it." And she was taking. A, and I didn't realize how much meat we actually had. And she was yeah, taking grocery even, bags. I mean, we had we had just even the bouillon cubes, you know. We're like, can you use this? Take this. You know, I mean, we, we just cleaned out everything the very next yeah. day. So I think on some level, your mind is already going there and you're saying, I'm going to, I'm going to make myself watch it and, yeah. and make sure that's always in my mind. Totally. And I'm like, I'm like you, I couldn't watch, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I, you know, I, I tried to make myself listen to all of it, but I couldn't, there are parts that I just couldn't watch. Right. This is John. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, there's something lovely and dramatic, you know, something lovely and poetic about that moment. You're like, okay, that's it. And you're like getting everything out of your house. And, you know, it's sort of like a scene in a movie, right? But yeah. it's kind of really like, you know, it's a, a beautifully poetic moment, I think. For me. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years for you now. So what have you found to be the most challenging aspect of being a vegan? Yeah, I'll tell you what hasn't been the most challenging aspect, which is to like to just not answer your question straight. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but um, has has you know people what people often 
often say, well, what do you eat? I'm like, I don't know. Like I've never, the whole time I've never had any problem. Like I just eat everything minus mm. the meat and the, the dairy. Like, and so that one challenge I haven't had is, in fact, I feel like I eat better now and enjoy food more now than I've ever enjoyed it before. I'm more creative. I'm more like, I just feel so, like I've always loved potatoes and I've had so much guilt about them, <laughs> you know, most of my low carb life. And now I'm like, my friends, I'll send my friends a photo of like a big plate of potatoes I'm eating or whatever. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, you know? Um, so I, that's one challenge I haven't had. The challenge I, challenges I have had, um, I guess sort of one of the things that's interesting is, I see, I've got, you know, very much so I love your podcast. I've got nothing about it if other people are not vegan or if they're eating meat or dairy, right? Obviously, I would prefer if everybody was vegan. Like that would be that's a right. Problem, right? But I don't have, you know, any judgment or anything about it. And, you know, but I find that people often need to say something to me about it. Like they feel guilty or they think that I'm judging them. So therefore they need to address it in some way. So I often won't bring it up. You know, people make that joke about a vegan will always, always tell you that they're a vegan. Yeah. I find it's the opposite. Like I will only, it'll only come up if I'm ordering food where I say, Hey, I'm vegan. I'm, you know, just to make it easy. So I don't have to just go through the whole list of things I don't eat. Right. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, but people will often bring it up more with me. And I feel like that, I want to put people at ease. Like, no, this is, of course, I think you would love it. Of course, if you're open to hearing about it, I'd love to rave at you about, you know, for hours about why I think it's a great choice for the planet, mm -hmm. for people, for animals. But um, I, you know, definitely trying to ram it down people's throat is not, is never works, right? Right. And, um, but so challenging, I guess, just being able to be, you know, become ever more um, like, finding ways to share about it that are inclusive, not exclusive. Um, and, and that give people an opportunity to, to, to look at it for themselves, but without feeling that they have to defend what they're currently doing. Right. So yeah. 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 You know, we, we definitely have that same vibe. And uh, I think the thing is, is that when you, we try to talk to our community about, Look, it's not if it's too scary to do it all to say I'm vegan tomorrow, you know, just do a vegan day or do a vegan meal or do, a, you know, start. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And just just start a little bit. Some days I go, I, even though I more identify as a vegetarian because we do we have we eat eggs. Um, we have certified humane eggs. We did a whole thing on eggs. Oh, and by the way, we did a whole podcast on potatoes too. If you haven't heard that one, so oh, yeah. in, in, defense, in defense of potatoes. <laughs> um, but we talked about eggs, uh, and as a matter of fact, we just had a uh, in the last Sunday's episode. Uh, Chickens Matter was a chicken rescue. We're talking yeah. about that whole yeah that whole process. So. Um, yeah, we always tell folks, if it's too intimidating, it's like saying I'm going to lose 100 pounds. You're never going to lose 100 pounds, but maybe you can lose two or maybe you can lose one or, maybe, you know, that kind of thing. So you, you don't do it like the whole thing. It's, it doesn't have to necessarily be as dramatic as it was for us or for you. It can just be just take your time. And I think that's what our community really attracts is those folks that are just saying, okay, I might not be able to commit to this whole thing right away, but at least I'm moving more in that direction. Yes. And it, look, it's a movement, you know, it's not just a fat, like, I think it's something like 39% of Americans are now trying to eat or wanting to eat a more plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, that's 
So like what you said, meatless Mondays or one day, you know, vegetarian or vegan, or I'm just trying to eat more vegetables, or I'm just going to go one less meal without meat. Oh my gosh. You know, the the difference that's got to make to a person's health and like overall. Right. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing that puts people more in their position is feel than feeling like that there's something wrong with their position. Right. And so, you know, being able, I love, that's why I love what you guys do. And I love your approach to it. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's a good, uh, yeah, thank you. I think that's kind of a good segue into talking a little bit about what it's like to be in a uh, plant-based business. Um, you know, because you, as you mentioned that, that 39% and, and growing of people who want to eat more plant-based and then come kind of combining that with, uh, um, you know, having to explain to people what, what it is that you eat, you know, that you're a vegan. Uh, and then on top of that, I can imagine having to explain to people what it is that you do. Um, so how does that, how does being in a, a vegan or a plant-based business, what is that like? Well, it's, first of all, it's great. I mean, you know, I, there's a, a yearly trade show for our industry called uh, the health you know, health food um, products industry uh, called Expo West down in Anaheim, right? And I've been going there ever since I came to the States for the last five, six years, I've been going there. This year, I was walking around, and this thing is enormous, everybody. Like, this is, you know, two or 3,000 exhibitors, 75,000 people going through. It's like one of the biggest conventions or um, trade shows in the world, I think. And um, it's... You know, it was very, very noticeable how how much everything was vegan. Everything was plant based. Everything was vegan friendly. Everything was vegetarian friendly. Like my friend, my friend Chris, who's also in the business, who who you know it works in our head office, um, and I were walking around. We we're like, wow! In three years' time, you can imagine there being no meat products or dairy products at all here. Like that's kind of the way it was just walking around. So, you know, it's, it's, um, such a growth, uh, market, like, um, you know, Google trends is showing it. Like if you go go on Google trends all over the world, right. There's just massive trend upwards and people adopting a plant-based diet, right. There's like a 600% increase of, of people identifying as vegans in the U S you know, in the last three years, you know, people like product uh, companies like, Beyond Meat are uh, saying things now that like one in every four plates on a, you know, their game, I think, is all four plates uh, on on, a, on the average uh, family dinner table is, is uh, one of their products, right? But they're saying like now it's some ridiculous number of people are on every dinner table, like 25% of them are using a plant-based, one of those plates is plant-based and they've made it into the meat cabinet. So I was looking at the, um, you know, fast food restaurants now that have adopted a, uh, like a, meat-free option like mm-hmm. Red Robin and Burger King are now trialing it and Del Car- Taco, which is like a California-based, you know, taco joints um, now got a plant-free, a plant-based option. Carl's Jr. has launched a Beyond Meat option. KFC is like testing vegan options in the UK and McDonald's is working on it. They're like, we're coming, we're coming, you know. <laughs> so it's, you, for me, it's like this is, we're just at the tip of the iceberg because you know, may, there may be a lot of people going, I will never be vegan, but there's very little pushback to people saying, I want to be more plant-based. I want to mm-hmm. have 
vegetables. Nobody's got anything against vegetables, right? Like vegetables no, never done nobody no harm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's so great to see these options that aren't just salad or French fries. <laughs> right. Because a lot of places, oh man, there was, there was just no options. And I think the more, I know some people, you know, uh, fake meats is kind of some, a controversy point in some, in some, mm -hmm. you sure. know, some folks. And I totally get that. I mean, it's how there's some processing and how they make that and all of that. Totally get it. Um, but I, I just think that the more options people have, the more they're at least open to say, hmm, maybe this isn't so hard after all. Maybe there's ways I can come back, cut, cut back on me. Yeah. And look, I mean, you asked about the industry as a whole, right? So, you know, those fast food chains are sort of indicative of the way it's going. You know, Nestle, um, the largest food company in the world, predicts that the plant-based foods are going to just going to continue to dominate. I mean, they invested and bought, they bought, I think it was Vega or Garden of Life, one of the two. Oh, no, they bought Garden of Life, which is a huge plant-based nutrition supplement company. And so, you know, but I'm with, you know, like I can understand why people have that, the concern about fake meats, because it's not necessarily good for you or, you know, arguably not good for you. So, you know, that's, I mean, my perspective and our, like the Newsest brand is really about people thriving, you know, not just like eating more plant-based food, but, but having optimal health, you know, mm -hmm. and that's not just what you eat. That's like sleeping. That's, you know, exercise, that's right. you know, start, like the amount of stress you feel and anxiety you feel and, you know, finding ways to like simplify and not spend so much time on, you know, looking at white, like the blue screen and, you know, all of that kind of stuff, right? But a big part of that, as we say, is what you eat. And so not just eating any plant-based food or vegan option is good for you. Everybody knows that. And, but I think it's really lovely that at least there's, you know, there's, it's indicative of the way it's going. Like that huge, big mega corpse are like, they can't ignore it. If it was just a fad, they would be able to, right? Right. So, yeah. And I also think it says something that uh, the meat and dairy industry are very nervous about this kind of stuff because they know that it impacts that. And I think that's something we can all get behind is that, uh, you know, they're really, there's some places that are lobbying for, you know, you can't call it milk. You can't call it milk because it's plant-based. No, you can't call it meat because it's not real meat, you know, that kind of thing. And that type of thing shows that they're just really nervous about that, that trend really continuing the way it is. Oh, totally. Yeah. They're hurting, you know, it's yeah. declining, you know, milk sales are declining and, and you know, you hear over and over again, there's so much cheese being produced because it's highly subsidized, et cetera, et cetera, that they don't know what to do with all the cheese, you know, right. right. <laughs> Producing right. way more than anyone's consuming. People are starting to have cheese alternatives. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, but the smart companies at least are trying to start getting on board with offering some other options. And I think that, that, you know, that, that, the, the meat and dairy industries in and of themselves can't do that because that's yeah. their thing. But, but the smart companies, the bigger companies um, are trying to get on board with, with offering some other uh, brands that are vegan or vegetarian. And I think at least in that aspect, we're kind of moving forward. Totally. You know, yeah, companies are going to go the way that companies are not necessarily dictated by morality. You know, corporations are dictated by, you know, trying to anticipate the market and you know being profitable so they're definitely all going to start acquiring if many of as you said they're already starting to acquire you know plant-based brands and they'll they'll transition yeah they'll have to yeah. yeah 
So one of the other trends that we've seen, well, first of all, uh, not just food, but we've also seen the fashion industry. So I had mentioned to you before we actually started recording that one of the things that in 2013, when we started Vegetarian Zen and we were getting the Pinterest set up and all that kind of stuff going, um, I had a fashion, vegan fashion board, and I was struggling to find stuff to fill on that that was attractive. And now there is no shortage of really good brands that have uh, uh, different, just different offerings that are considered vegan. And that's including not just clothing, but furniture and things like that. Because I think people over, they're understanding that people overall now are really caring about that stuff and caring about what they're putting in on their bodies, not just in, on, and then also what they sit on, what they're sitting on in their houses too. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, <laughs> I know I, I, I've now got, I think entirely a vegan wardrobe. I might still have a couple of leather belts in there, but you know, um, it's fun cause I really love this. I like my, my vegan belts that I found, you know, on Amazon where uh, like they're my favorite belts ever. Like there's such, there's some cool stuff getting created. And, it really is. Yeah. And like you said, it makes you more create. It makes companies, I think, more creative too. Like you were saying, it makes you individually as a vegan get more creative with your cooking. Mm-hmm. But I think companies, as they look to offer uh, products that are vegan-based, it makes them more creative too, which is ah, great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing we, we've noticed a, an increase in, and I love sharing this on social media because I think it's so amazing. As a, as a former athlete myself, I, was, I played sports my whole life. Uh, is the rise of the vegan athletes and really people coming out in all different aspects, male, female, all different types of sports from powerlifting to football players to rugby players all over coming out as uh, or changing, adapting to a vegan lifestyle. And I know News Zest has some ambassadors that are actually for the product that are actually uh, vegan athletes. So can you talk a little bit about that trend? That's, that's a really encouraging one for me. I love seeing that. It is. And I love the myth busting, you know, like the whole myths of, you know, the myth of, oh, you know, you can't get enough, like all the protein nonsense that's out there and, you know, you know, have to, how do you get strong muscles and bones? And I mean, all of the, I love that, that these athletes are now, you know, just destroying all of the, um, the kind of misinformation uh, about what it takes to have a strong body that really performs. And, you know, there's, (laughs) One of my favorite stories is that, that at least 11 players now from the Tennessee Titans football team are, um, are following primarily a plant-based diet. And, you know, their chef, Charity Morgan, was, was like, I'm just going to start feeding these guys, you know, really great tasting vegan stuff. And they all were like, no problem. Okay, we'll do it. I mean, and these are top athletes who are performing on a plant-based diet. And you... You, there's just so many, once you start Googling it, once you start researching it, there's just like person after person after person, you know, um, I'm just thinking of uh, like people who we, couple of examples of people we sponsor, Lauren, Lauren Barnes, who's one of the um, like top soccer players, uh, female soccer players in the world. And she's um, plays for the Seattle team, um, approached us years ago saying, hey, I've been buying your product, you know, any chance you guys could, you know, like support me and, and we were like I was so excited that she reached out to us but you know and I spoke I remember sitting down with her once and, and talking about some of the misconceptions and like she performs she feels she performs way better as a vegan and you know um, there's just like we we now sponsor the whole we the last two years have been sponsoring the Seattle right that now that uh, 
just called the Rain soccer, female soccer team. Um, now we've started sponsoring the Chicago Stars soccer team. They're all having, you know, um, taking our protein. And there's no concern, oh gosh, you know, is this going to be affecting our performance because it's not a, a plant, a, a, an, an animal product? Because the facts are in, folks, you know, like the body performs best on plant based nutrition. And, you know, there's, I'm sure there's like many people would be happy to debate that, but. You know, you go to like the blue zones thing, you know, you go to those places where people longest in the world, live longest in the world, like Okinawa and the Nicoya Peninsula and uh, Costa Rica, where they have the most centenarians, like the body loves plants mm-hmm. and no exception when it comes to, you know, athletes and people performing at their best. And we have plenty of athletes as well who aren't vegan. You know, we've got one of the top um, surf- female surfers in the world and she eats mostly a plant-based diet. But she also had, she lives on Kauai. She loves fish, and you know. But she loves. She wanted a good, clean protein that was plant based, and so she approached us, right? And her name's um, Brianna Cope, just the most inspiring young woman you've ever met. And you know, in the in the surf, eight hours a day, you know, um, and she thrives on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great to hear. That's one of the most exciting things. I, every time I come across a story, I share it on uh, on on my on our. Uh, social media because I just get so inspired by that primarily because of what you just said it but bust so many myths about uh, vegans being weak or not having a lot of energy or not being top performers and that kind of thing oh yeah I mean like you know as I said the list goes on and on like you know there's all these NBA athletes have switched to plant-based mm-hmm. diets like Damien um, Lillard and Wilson Chandler and Al Jefferson and Gavin just it goes on and on and you know obviously the vegan celebrities are not um, shy about coming out, you know, and saying they're, you know, doing it. So I just think it's all good. And like you, like you guys, um, you know, you guys say it's, whether it's just a meatless Monday or more vegetables in your diet, it's, it's all, I think for the betterment of overall human health and animal welfare and the, and the state of the planet. Absolutely. Well, just to close out here. So what are you, from your perspective, the most excited about to see from a vegan, uh, business trends definitely on the up uprise, but is there any particular trend maybe that you're really excited to see? Besides yeah. belts. What's that? <laughs> besides, besides belts. Besides belts, besides belts. <laughs> well, I mean Forbes Forbes magazine says that the plant base is the top trend for 2019. So I think we like I said at the beginning, I think we've only just begun. You know, and, and our company, we are like we're obviously super excited about our products. You know, we have what we think is the best um, quality pea protein in the world, um, grown in France, blended in Belgium, made you know using no um, solvents or hexanes to and like um, no pesticides and and just like high in protein, no nonsense. And we just think what I'm excited about is giving people an option, you know, options that they can easily substitute in that taste great, that you know they can have that smoothie you know, with protein in it and they don't have to worry where am I getting my protein from. I'm, yeah, I'm excited about in general the the the, the information that's now more and more out there catching fire and reaching through to people who maybe have been suffering with health issues their whole life. You know, they've had high cholesterol or they've been suffering from this or that, you know, um, complaint that suddenly they see a pathway that they haven't seen before to um, better health, you know, and yeah. happier. And because at the end of the day, when you're more healthy, you feel better about yourself, 
you know, and that's that's really what I'm excited about for the most part. Like this, the business part of it is great. Yeah, we're like we're doing great. You know, I think we're probably one of the fastest growing, you know, um, plant-based nutrition companies, and we are, you know, so we're excited about that, right? But we, but I'm more excited about just how much it's catching fire, and that somebody who never even imagined, you know, eating more plant-based stuff this year. I just know that, that those people are going to get reached because you can't escape it. Like it's becoming ubiquitous. And, and um, that's the most exciting thing for me is that all forms of more healthy living are becoming popularized. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Johnny, for being on the show and talking us to us today. We, we've certainly learned a lot from your perspective about the, the exciting trends. I agree with you. I think it's great also that people are starting to pay attention to labels and really starting to understand that, quality products or uh, what product quality products look like, right? And they don't have a whole bunch of stuff in the label that are, you don't recognize. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I mean, our, our one only has three, one of our products, our, our main flavor vanilla just has three ingredients. So mm-hmm. I like that, you know, I like that with, with pe- when people go to the shelves, they can see it's not like 500 things that aren't recognized. Yeah. And you can taste it. Having tasted it myself, you can definitely taste the difference between 30, pro- 30 uh, ingredients in your uh, product versus three. Definitely yes. d- big difference. So, well, right. Johnny, where can people find you if they have questions that they'd like to, or they just like to reach out and say hi to you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, people, I mean, people could email me directly, Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, at newzest, N-U-Z-E-S-T dash USA.com. So it's newzest, N for Nelly, U for Umbrella, Z for Zebra, (laughs) the number of times I have to repeat that because of my accent, (laughs) people have no idea what I'm saying. Even my name, people ask me to repeat. (laughs) So, you know, newzest dash USA.com and just Johnny. And you can just email me or find us on Instagram, newzestusa. Um, or on, you know, go to our website. There's so many different ways you can reach out to us. And if someone wants to get hold of me directly, that, that, that you know, either go to me directly on my email or through our website, it'll get to me. Yeah. Awesome. And of course, we'll have links to your website and your social media in the show notes as well. Awesome. Great. But, thank right, you so thank much. You. We appreciate your time. Yeah. Pleasure being with you guys. Okay, we hope you enjoyed that interview with Johnny Edwards of Newzest USA. As a vegetarian, it's encouraging to see so many great companies offering quality products and services. This can only help support those who are already plant-based or vegetarian, vegan, however you identify, and encourage those who are striving to eat less meat. I think it's I think I know there's a lot of people that talk about oh, well, you know, fake meats, it's, it, they're not good for you and all that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you what, if somebody goes to a Burger King and they order a uh, veggie patty instead of a meat mm-hmm. patty, that's a win, right? right. <laughs> and they like it and they're going to start ordering more. That's voting with our dollars. That's so right. anyways, uh, okay, before we close out the show, we do have a special shout out. Doris, you want to you wanna get us kicked love, off there? I would love to do this. So uh, a couple of date. well, yesterday, actually, just yesterday, we heard from one of our Peas and Carrots members, regulars, who posts a lot. And her name is Lisa Soska-Ross. And you've probably heard us talk about her before here anyway. Um, but she sent us a message on Facebook to let us know that her son, Lennon, Lennon Ross. Hi, Lennon. Uh, hi, Lennon. He is uh, eight going on nine. And he has his own podcast. How incredible is that? that? He just started. I love to see kids doing stuff like that. It's the pot now. The podcast is called A Healthy Lifestyle, and he uh, he actually surprised 
uh, his mom, Lisa, when she came home from work the other day, she said uh, that he he had recorded, I think, the first three episodes. Mm -hmm. And then he had her as a guest on the fourth episode. So she sent that to us and we got to listen to it. And and uh, Lennon is amazing. Lisa is amazing. And uh, it's just it's just great. Yeah. And so. Where you can find that is on Anchor FM and on Spotify. But she's asked us not to share the link in the post yet. I mean, anybody could Google a healthy lifestyle and maybe it would come up. I don't know um, mm-hmm. somewhere. But, but I think she just wants to have yeah. him get a few more episodes in the bank and, and yeah. kind of stick with it for a while. But uh, but yeah, I just super excited to hear that. It made my day yesterday. I was just just smiling from ear to ear as, as you were as well. And uh, just... Just amazing. Yeah. And if uh, we've already told your mom, uh, Lennon, but if you have any questions about podcasting, please let us know. It's really awesome to see young podcasters. I think this is the youngest podcaster that I've seen so far. That's pretty cool. Just getting in there and getting stuff done. And uh, I do understand also that he's got a birthday coming up in July. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lennon. This is going to come out a little before his birthday, but happy (laughs) birthday, Lennon. All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.